Hey, how's it going, everybody? Welcome to the Last Things Last podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Myers, joined by my co-host, MJ Escoda and Justin Mandia. Say hi to the folks, everybody. I'm just going to wave. Stop looking at me, MJ. All right, well, <laughs> there's that. So um, starting off on a bit of a somber note, of course, uh, the passing of legendary Kobe Bryant um, and eight other people in a helicopter crash in California. Um, really, really, really awful day. And just one of those moments where you're like, yeah, this is just kind of a bad dream. Um, our buddy broke it to us in our group chat and said, you know, TMZ is reporting Kobe Bryant's dead. It's like, okay, well, TMZ is reporting. So it's a 50-50 shot, you know. And then as the other groups just started picking it up, it was like, uh, this, is, this is a real thing. This is something that's actually true. And then you hear about his daughter and other families and the, three, the two other girls, and it's just a mess all around. So, uh, MJ, your first reactions when you heard the news. It was horrible, man. Like I said, I, um, I got a text from someone that said it happened, and I was like, it's a person that I generally don't believe anything they say. <laughs> I was like, you're you're full of it. And then, yeah. dude, it's like you flip to you know Fox, CNN, yeah. ABC. It was like, well, this is – and then, like I said, the, what's, what's scary with stuff like that, man, and, like the reports start to come out. You know, some are right, some are wrong. Like yeah. originally it was five people and it was someone nine said Rick Fox was on the helicopter. It was, yeah, man. It was, it's just, it's, I hate when the news does that. Like just Social let media it, can screw it up. Let it play out. Like yeah. don't, don't I, I, I love when they say, you know, here's what we know, not right. from confirmed by our sources, but what's being, then don't say it. Like right. just, just stop. Like and his wife and daughters had to find out by TMZ. Like, it, no, it's, it's, and then they're plastering the stuff all over the news and they keep showing the crash site and, like, I know it's it's a story. It is, right. and they're 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 using it. But at some point, man, there's got to be a line drawn, um, especially with the people that were on the plane. I mean, you're looking at uh, two basically two little girls that were going to a basketball game along with, I mean, the one lady that was killed has three three children. I mean, the, there was a set of parents, and now there are kids that don't have their parents. Anymore. Yeah, it's it's like, no, it's 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 absolutely horrible, man. And it's just one of those things. I, I mean, people have been saying it really well is that you didn't think it could happen yeah if there's if there's one guy on the planet you yeah. pick, it's it, a little it's, invincible it, yeah. it wasn't him and uh it was put well the other day when you look at icons like that because that's what he was especially in los angeles cross basketball yeah. um is that a lot of the icons that when they do die there's been some form of you know basically tearing themselves down whether it's drugs, it's alcohol, right. it's, you know, the lifestyle they live. This is a guy that was peak health, mentally, yeah. physically, doing Mom everything. Mentality. Like, oh, dude, crushing, crushing life, honestly. Like, yeah. look, he, he, he's one of the only guys I've ever seen leave a sport and be like, you know, I'm, I'm ready. I, I, you know, I'm and ready. he did more. What award did he win? He, for he an Academy Award. Academy Award, yeah. Uh, it's like, it's like, it's what blows my mind is like, he de- he dedicates you know, tw- what 25 28 years to basketball if you think before the nba yeah. uh, at his craft and then he immediately comes out wins an award that some actors and actresses strive for their entire life i mean yeah, you do realize him and leo cap have the exact same <laughs> <of> the <category>. <laughs> <laughs> like, just just put that into perspective that's how good this guy was at everything yeah so it, just, it was it, uh, it's, it was love him or hate him. Like if he was, if he was, if you're a Laker fan, you loved him. If you weren't, you hated him, but you always respected him. You respected oh, him. I, I, Kevin, I, I despised him when he yeah. was on the basketball Absolutely. Court. But, but it was could, amazing to watch. Oh, you could, you could just his mentality, the stories you hear about him in practice. 
like yeah. playing guys to a hundred, you know, elbowing people, like take it seriously. And he yeah. did that with everything. And I thought my favorite story amazing. that I heard, and then we'll get to you, Justin was, uh, he apparently he had given out his brand new shoes to the entire Lakers. And then after a game, the one day when they got blown out, he took all their sneakers and said, you guys are too soft. You don't deserve my shoes. I was like, that's awesome. What that is, is such a great swaggy P broke his thumb and Cody yeah. didn't believe him and kept like whipping balls at him during yeah. practice and then found out it happened. And he like yeah. showed him to us. He was like, Hey man, I'm, I'm here. My bad. <laughs> my, my bad. Yeah. Like yeah. that's, that's awesome. No, it's, yeah. it, it, you hear nothing. Like yeah. anyone that's talked about him, anyone that has an actual story from him, there's nothing bad that was said. Um, and like I said, it's just a shame because I feel like he was just hitting his, you know, crushing the second half of life. Justin, you put a podcast up yesterday. If you guys didn't hear it, Justin did a, a whole solo podcast on Kobe. But uh, your thoughts um, on when, when you heard? Um, yeah, so for, for me, I was at my, my parents' house and Lisa, there were a couple of friends there too. But Lisa was on her phone. She like, cause it like buzzed with a Google alert. And she was like, uh, did like, cause she just always assumes that I know things about the sports right, world. Right. <laughs> so she just assumed that I hadn't told her about this. And she was like, Oh, did Kobe die? And I thought that she must've read that he was passed by LeBron. Cause it happened the, the night before LeBron. Right, passed right, right. Yeah. And I was like, no, he didn't pass away. Like he was passed in points by LeBron, like almost annoyed at her. I'm like, right. Oh no, he didn't die, you idiot. Like, read the thing. It's clearly that LeBron passed him in points. She's like, it, it literally says died, though, so I don't know what to tell. Like, I was, like, frustrated. I'm like, okay, yeah. whatever. Like, I'm not dealing with this. And then my phone starts going off, so I look at it, and I was like, um, please, no. Yeah. But um, along with what MJ was saying, as far as the news things go, it's bad when TMZ is the most reputable source that you can get. And, like, when the main news outlets are just throwing out, like, the whole family was on the plane and the Earl was right. on the helicopter and there were four people and there were three people. Then there were five people. Then there were like it was nine. The then there's nine at the end of it. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, once I saw, I think the news has to stop doing this. I think we, I don't know if we've talked about this before, but like the news has to stop showing like scenes of these things. Like it's just, yeah, his, his, his family was like around a TV maybe I mean I'm sure that they had already heard yeah. um, because from what I understand the Lakers front office was notified like 25 minutes before the actual like story got out so they really? were already I like, heard that like when the sheriff was talking about it, I thought he was saying that they didn't even know who was on it before TMZ did oh see that's weird I don't know yeah. I don't know what they were saying I did I did hear though that the Lakers um like front office had been like on their way to Orange County to uh, Kobe's house already, like to oh, 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 oh. like before the even like anything broken the news or whatever. Right. But um, yeah, it's just ugh, it's kind of gross. Like when I saw that on TV, I'm like, all right, like yeah, like when it switched from the Pro Bowl to that, I was like, turn it off, turn it off. Yep. Please. And then came home, and I was thinking about trying to watch coverage, but. Um, I mean, I'm not, I won't go through the whole thing because uh, it was like a 20-minute solo podcast. So if you're interested, uh, check it out. But um, I guess kind of just the main thing for me was that to, I think to a lot of people, and I think the reason that there is such a transcendence and kind of a thing that's bringing everyone together um, about Kobe specifically is um, a lot of guys I feel like are, are – kind of your heroes athletically like everyone has their their person in each yep. sport they like that there's like oh like I really look up to them like athletically um yeah. but I think that as he got as Kobe got 
more mature and like later in his into his career he started to focus a lot more on just the motivation of like whatever you do do it well like like um I was listening to, he had a, you know, a bunch of documentaries out. He had that muse that like, like we talked about, he won an Academy Award for. Yeah. That was basically just all he preached was the hard work and that, you know, the one thing that sticks with me was one interview that I read or heard from him where he was saying that a lot of guys, you know, wake up and they wake up at nine o'clock and they get their breakfast, they get their shots in at 11, you know, go for, you know, ice bath, come back at one. And he was like naming, you know, they may, may do three practices a day. And he's like, but I wake up at 5.30 and I do all that same stuff. But now I have an extra hour and a half, two hours of practice a day. Now do that five days a week. Now do that 365 days a year. Right. Now do that yearly. Now do that every 10 years. How much more, you know, practice, how much better have I gotten than the other person? And the fact that like that interview is happening in 2014 and he's towards the end of his career, you know, he doesn't have to work that hard anymore. He's done everything he can do in, in the NBA, yet he was still – he still had that mentality about everything that he did and then carrying that over to being successful in another avenue that has nothing to do with sports. Um, I think kind of just to summarize it all, I guess, I think the reason that everyone is so kind of heartbroken about this is that he was a young guy that had his whole life ahead of him, and he was someone that I know I personally look to wasn't the biggest fan while he was playing, but personally looked to him as someone that was motivating. And when I didn't feel like I was doing, putting as much effort forth in things that I was interested in, um, it was kind of the, the kick in the butt that I needed when I would watch some of his, you know, his interviews or someone that successful was working that much harder than I am. And I was doing nothing you know like (laughs) i'm not successful compared to what he is like at all and if he was working that hard while having it all like i don't know i think that's why i think a lot of people are really taking it hard because he wasn't just an an, like a hero athletically i think to a lot of people he was just a hero like overall and uh when you watch those you know i think i said it during the solo cast when you watch those uh superhero movies you know like the superhero dies sometimes but there's always that weird thing of like oh they might come back and there's like that weird kind of ending where you're like oh are they actually dead or are they not and like this is real life and like real life superheroes just straight up don't come back and i think that's that's where we're all kind of at right now yeah it's just one of those things where you're it's like you said it's almost like you're waiting to wake up from a, a nightmare um but um, you know, there's been some really touching tributes that have gone around. Um, if you want to check those out, Shaq just gave a really kind of a heartbreaking one uh, on TNT. But um, yeah, it's just it's going to be it's going to be tough for a while just uh, to get over this um, for not just the basketball world but the sports world in general. So, has question for you guys: Has it been weird? Like, I feel like Super Bowl week leading up to the Super Bowl, it's like 100% football centric. Yeah, and I literally was driving into work today, and I was like, "Oh crap!" Like uh, Lisa uh, left me a note and was like, "Oh, what are we doing for like Super Bowl on Sunday?" And I was like, "Oh my god, that's that's this Sunday. That's Sunday." Yeah, I haven't haven't heard or watched anything about it. Yeah, yeah, and there's like media day going on and stuff. I couldn't tell you what happened. Like, yeah, I have no idea. The only thing I know is that Andy Reid showed up in a snazzy shirt. That's the only (laughs) thing I can tell you about the Super Bowl. Even know that. Well, we'll be getting into that for sure. 
so yeah, rest in peace, Kobe, and everybody else on that uh, helicopter. And um, it's yeah, we'll just have enough to keep getting through it. Um, so moving over into baseball, the Pittsburgh Pirates 2020 payroll. They just got rid of Starling Marte, sent him to the Diamondbacks. That leaves this major league franchise at a total payroll of $43 million. $43 million. In case you were wondering, that's, Garrett, that's 80% of Garrett, what Garrett Cole is getting this year. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> so um, here's, here's my question. How does – is this a thing where the MLB needs to step in and be like, look, you're not putting a product on the field that's even going to be competitive – you're going to lose your fans. That's a, that town loves baseball. They love going to Pirates games. It's one of the, actually, if you've never been, it's one of the best baseball parks ever. It's such the a nice prettiest, place. prettiest park I've ever been. It's so great. And I mean, and also to put it in perspective as well, the Pirates payroll in 2006, 14 years ago was 43 million. What? <laughs> so I, for me, I feel bad for this fan base. They've suffered enough. They, uh, Maybe six, seven years ago, they had some playoff runs, but nothing really came of it. And they just kind of give up. They don't really push for it. So, MJ, what do you? They're. <laughs> I'm trying to like formulate a sentence. They've already given up. We're not even starting the season yet. And they're like, yeah, we're we're gonna lose. Like we're done. They, it was like when we were watching the Dolphins slowly go. Eh, we're not gonna try to win. Or I mean, the the Bengals like. Yeah. $43 million? Are you kidding me? I, I, I looked at their payroll the year they made uh, the NL wild card back in 15. It was yeah. like $150 million. Like, it shows you you need to spend money to be competitive. Like, just, just to even get to the wild card. No, and I think what they've been to the postseason 17 times in their, yeah. like, their to- whole you know, time. They haven't season. won a World Series since the 70s. But the thing is, like, the, the – they're worth one point three or one point four billion dollars. Like, oh, they have money. Spend money. I, I like that's when the MLB does need to step in and go. You're not trying, and it's blatant. <laughs> like, right. they, like I know I got mad about load management, but this is like beyond that. Like, if we could jump to baseball, like you're not even willing to invest in players. Like, yeah, I, I, and you keep getting rid of, and every time they get a good player, they dump them. Yeah, I've never understood that. It, yeah. it's, it's, it's no, one of those things where it's like they keep trying to just – they feel like they're cutting their losses. And it's like you're not cutting your losses. You're just not fielding a team. What is it, a plan to cut losses for the next, you know, 100 yeah. years? And Starling Marte only had – I think they only lo- dumped 11-5 on him. That's nothing in baseball. That's nothing. No, 11-5 and is and a solid player. along with him. So Yeah. And Starling Marte was an all-star. Like, you could have held on to him and still built. Like, no, and that's a shame, man, because like you said, that park is beautiful. People out there love, love baseball. I, they do. I went to see them play. The, I was out there when they were playing the Nats. And, it's such a great place. Uh, no, and like the nicest people in the world, honestly. Yeah. Like, we were getting ready to buy tickets, and this guy walks up to me, and my buddy, he goes, is it just you two? And I was like, yeah. He goes, I don't want to sell these scalpers. I want to know who I'm sitting next to. Here's two tickets. And we sat nice. next to him and his wife along the right field wall. <laughs> which gave us plenty of opportunity to yell at Harper. Yep. Um, and then uh, two innings later, the woman behind me who was on her phone, which why would you do a sporting event, took a home run right to the face. 
<laughs> right to the face. <laughs> it was right to the face. My favorite are those dads that like the, they have a kid and a beer in the one hand and they still catch the ball. And then they just turn and their wife's like, Put the beer down. <laughs> uh, my dad definitely would have dropped me. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, oh, uh, I got the bud. <laughs> this was fourteen dollars. We'll take care of you. <laughs> when your nickname's "Oops" as a four-year-old, wrong. Uh, <laughs> but um, Justin, now, what do you think? Yeah, and I want to throw this question at you, Justin, specifically. Major League Baseball. They asked on Barstool, should MLB force teams to have a bare minimum seventy-five million dollar payroll? Yeah, so that was that was if you're gonna have a sport that doesn't have a salary cap, you need a minimum. You yeah, they only have a competitive a luxury tax. That's it. Yeah, like what is with the? It it just doesn't make sense to me that you you would have, you would have teams that can literally buy championships and also teams that can tank so horribly. Like both are uh, make the league inconsistent and make it like less competitive. Spring training it and they've been <laughs> up. Come on, they, like that's what. While the Yankees have bought everything they need right now, I understand a two like going into a season and knowing that you probably aren't going to win a World Series, but when you definitely know it, you're <laughs> like, oh, one hundred percent, we're not going to even win like sixty games this year. Like, what is the point of having season tickets when you're like a season ticket holder? I can't imagine. I mean, the one good thing is for people like us, it is cheap to go there. I remember uh, in 2009, they were not good. And we went up to the gate. They have been not good for a while. We bought tickets at the (laughs) gate behind the – because they were playing the Cardinals. So we got them behind the visiting dugout. And it was like four rows up from the dugout, we paid 11 bucks a seat. (laughs) It was like Harrisburg Senators money. (laughs) Yeah, but the Senators actually try. (laughs) They do. They do. They do. No, man. Baseball definitely needs to step in and do something. That's absolutely ridiculous. It's so unfair to the fans, especially just like you said. People have season tickets. I want my money back. Yeah, yeah. why would I ever They're so expensive. Back? And the thing is, if you, if you have full season tickets, it's like, yeah. oh, I'm paying for how many games of this trash? <laughs> no way. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and dude, even like, so even out here, I can only say this because I, I go to the Rockies games, but like, they're – they're so bad and they're like partial season ticket deals. Like when we first moved out here, we bought a 15 game plan or whatever. The next season, it was like a hundred and some dollars more. I was like, what, what, why this was, this was affordable. Now it's like insane. Why would I do this? You know? So it's just, and these, these are for teams that aren't even like that competitive right now. So yeah, I don't, I think it's a real bad, bad thing to do to a, a well, good the, fan base. One article said that you know they like they're p- talking about pitching and how the pitching market has jumped up so much. What you have to pay, pay to get a decent pitcher, and yeah. like the, the Pirates just didn't see the value in that. I'm like, <laughs> no one says you have to go out and give someone forty million dollars a season, but yeah, come on. Like, I mean, it, there are solid pitchers out there right now that you can get for fifteen, twenty, twenty-five million. You can field a decent rotation. I they mean, could be competitive if they spend some money. Like they yeah, could, they there are still players out. Yasiel Puig is still out team. there waiting to be signed. I mean, there are players out there that are waiting for teams. You know, so yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's it's absolutely insane though. When when Bob Nightingale tweeted that today, I was like, wait, their whole payroll? Well, that's what, when you said, man. When you're talking about topics for tonight, I was, I was like. like why is this a topic? Oh my! <laughs> like, that's, that's why, why this is a topic. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, we don't have much uh, tonight, by the way. Um, so let's get into uh, two quarterbacks. One has called it quits. The other <laughs> might. Uh, Eli Manning, we were going to talk about it last week, but we had so much stuff on the, on the cast that we just didn't get a chance to. But Eli Manning retired uh, officially on Friday, um, the first of the 4 trio to go. Um, and I think it was the right time, guys. I really do. I think it was the perfect time for him to step out. I, he might have still had some stuff left in the tank, but it would have been weird to see him play in anything other than Big Blue. So. Dude, I'm so happy he, he did it. It was yeah. it's such a class move. Like, just walk away. Um, you don't want to be a backup. Don't cut, go try to restart your career. And this nonsense that he's not a Hall of Famer is blowing yeah. my mind. Yeah. He's class personified just like his brother and his dad. I mean, that whole family's just – they're the best. But, like – no, I agree with you, and that was going to be the question. Is Eli Manning for sure in Canton? I think he's the first ballot. Honestly, I think he gets it on the first ballot. I think the only thing that keeps him off first ballot is his overall record and his stats. That's the only thing that would keep him off first ballot. Now, the two Super Bowl MVPs over Tom Brady obviously get you in. But, like, his stats out of the three from that class alone, he was by far the worst statistically. Yeah, but um, he, who's, who's the third? Is that Rivers? Rivers, yeah, yeah Rivers been in. Rivers, Rivers should not be anywhere near a Hall of Fame. Whoa. He All shouldn't. Right. He's done nothing. He's, an abs- he's never even been to a Super Bowl. I mean, he's got some pretty amazing stats. I think he – I mean, he has good regular season stats, but when you look at – Oh, his like, playoff record sucks. And the amount of – talent they had on those rosters when they were yeah. going 14 and 2 in the AFC every year yeah. and then losing in the wild card or divisional round. Oh no, I agree. Like, they weren't even making AFC championship games. Yeah, they at were... least Dan Marino, like Dan Marino is always the guy I, I put the focal point on if you didn't win a Super Bowl. Like his stats were insane and he did have some playoff success. Like it wasn't like well, was the, a, his a stats game. were insane during a time when throwing wasn't what it was. Like right. it right. now. I'm sorry, wasn't like it is now. I mean, he kind of transformed the quarterback position a little bit. He, he yeah. really did. No, I was, I was looking at the list of quarterbacks in Canton and if Jim Kelly and Joe Namath are in there, Eli Manning's in there. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, Joe Kelly obviously should have been in there for <laughs> Super Bowl appearances. Like, and I mean, see, I, Getting my, there is not the thing. You need to win it. Like my thing yeah, is, but I like to look at stats. I try to – it's hard because I try to put them side Manning by side. Manning has better stats than Kelly does. Does he? Yes. I'd have he has to, way I'd have to more touchdowns, way more yards. Way more picks. <laughs> doesn't well. matter. Like, and then you look at Namath. Namath is, Namath is a 500 quarterback. That's true. That's true. Hey, Brett Favre threw over 300 interceptions. So, yeah. I mean – Yeah. I was looking at Namath. Always, Dude, Namath is, what, 76 and 76 as a starter? With yeah. The, Eyes? like e- Eli was 117 and 117. Johnny Unitas' record was kind of cheeks to it. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like as, as some of these quarterbacks that are in there, it's like, how can you not make this argument that Eli shouldn't be in there? Yeah. No, I definitely think he should. I think yeah. I, I just think about... he's the worst statistically out of the three. Yeah, I don't know if first ballot, may... but the thing is, it depends on what. I don't know what is the criteria of getting for into first the ballot. Yeah, I have no idea. Because for me, like he would be first ballot for me because in my Hall of Fame, it would be like, what are people that you can't tell the NFL story without mentioning, right? And, and you can't him. tell the NFL story without mentioning Eli Manning beating the literal dynasty Patriots twice. Like the only twice. up until <laughs> BDN, the only quarterback to be able to take down that dynasty. Like it doesn't. So Rivers obviously not in, but Ben, would you put Ben as the first ballot Hall of Famer? 
Two-time champ ballot. with better stats. So, I mean, same amount of rings and better stats. So it's but, just but, but the first Super Bowl they won wasn't yeah. because of him. Right, but know. he still has the ring. So you, you I'm not arguing the ring. Right, We're right, right. first ballot. I, he's a Hall of Famer. There's no doubt about that. But um, first ballot, like the Giants won both of those because of Eli. Right. Like now, the Steelers a, definitely won the second one because oh, of Ben. Agreement. Uh, yeah. Absolutely, man. Yeah. But I, the first well, one. I, I, I think both of them. <laughs> I, I wouldn't be shocked if both of them were first ballots, and I wouldn't be right. shocked if they weren't. But they're, right. they're both yeah. Hall of Fame. It wouldn't be upsetting either way. Like. And the thing yeah, is, get in the, yeah, the, <laughs> other, the other point that was made about Eli, man, like for someone that represented an organization, never had any bad press, did a never. ton of stuff in the community. Like you couldn't ask for a better guy to be the face of your franchise. Yeah. He's like, class personified. And, and someone put it very well. When he had talent, they did stuff. When they yeah. did, I mean, when he had the weapons, they did stuff. Yeah. But I mean, even look at some of the weapons he had, man. Like none of those guys are Hall of Famers. <laughs> Mario Manningham. <laughs> Plexico Glass Burris. Um, when he shot him. That was the years when he shot himself. <laughs> yeah, man. Steve Smith, not the good one. <laughs> <laughs> like, look at some of the running backs he's had. I mean. Amani Toomer. He, no, my, favorite though, my favorite, though, is Tiki Barber retires and says they'll never do anything with Eli. In the very next season, they win a Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and did you notice when he retired, Tiki Barber put out a really nice tweet like, yeah, Eli's my boy. <laughs> Yeah, it's no man. We all heard what you said. No, he's not. We he's all heard not what you boy. said. Um, uh, but yeah, no. I think I think it's perfect time to walk away. Did it the right way, and I, I, he's again. I, if he's first ballot, not shocking. If he's not, not shocking. But yeah, he's a, he's, he's in there. Man. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I again, I understand why people argue against it with with some of his stack columns, but I'm like, there's not enough negative to outweigh the immense positives that he had. Dude, he, yeah, he's one of five quarterbacks ever to win two Super Bowls and two Super Bowl MVPs, and all those guys are either in or going in. And it was against Bill Belichick, so. <laughs> it was against <laughs> an 18-0 and 0 Patriots team. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that on. was, yeah, might be <laughs> one of the most. And you know what, the argument I like is, because um, I think it could go either way, is the clutch argument between him and Ben. Because they've both had some insanely clutch moments in their career. Like, like with Eli coming back with the uh, Tyree catch, that amazing throw, getting out of the huddle, or Ben with the tackle in the uh, Colts game, or that, or that last that, that throw. throw. Mario Manningham might be the greatest Super Bowl forever. Yeah, like exactly. That was, like, like that was the perfect, that, and the one to Santonio Holmes. Yeah. yeah. No, it's 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 no. So it's kind of crazy, like that. From that '04 class, we got three really great quarterbacks to watch. Yeah. Um, now, Philip Rivers, where does he go? Do you think he plays for another team, or do you think he's just think holding he's out and retiring? No, I think he's going to play for Miami. If Oof. Miami can't work up. What a get, way to end your career. If they can't work up. Or, <laughs> or he could go to Tampa Bay. Um, ooh. Ooh, him at – oh, yes. With those receivers. Oh, that's oh, true. Oh, oh, oh. I don't think that they're willing to give up on Jameis here. Why? He wants $30 million a year. Because he went 30 for 30? Yeah, exactly, dude. He's the ultimate just, spend money to dude, make money. He's throwing subtra- 5K a year, 30 picks, 30 touchdowns. <laughs> if you you sub- no, dude, if you that. subtract the interceptions, he had the best quarter of the year, the best uh, okay. year. Okay, if you subtract the interceptions. Yeah, about 26 interceptions. He had an I could MVP say that for so many of Ben's years. If you take away the interceptions, he's an MVP. No, dude, uh, but no, I, uh, I think he's going to play in Florida. I really do. I think he's retiring. I, I, I think he, he should retire because here's the thing. 
he thinks, and there are a lot of people in a camp that believe he is a Hall of Famer, and whatever, there can be an argument there for that. But I think it hurts your cause if you're like the only one out of those three that doesn't stay with your team the rest of the way, and you finish your career with a worse team than you're coming from. Like, if he goes to Miami, he's leaving a better team. Not much well, better. Well, no, I mean, and so, so that's why I, I jumped at the whole Philip Rivers thing. like not in all of it. If, if you're discussing that – if Eli Manning doesn't make it, Philip doesn't make it. I'm, like, I'm sorry. Right. No, no, no. I agree. I uh, agree. Now, now, the other guy, Mr. Breeze. Drew Breeze, guys. So, um, so Drew Breeze is looking Kevin. for oh. – One sec. Justin, that water bottle is aggressive. It Dude, took the up the whole is, It's aggressive. And, like, what the <laughs> heck am I supposed to do with my hands? I look like <laughs> such a with baby my... when I – I'm like <laughs> – <laughs> And then the thing is, look at this no- – look how tiny the nozzle is. It's like <laughs> – Dude, I have a small Under Armour water bottle that has the same cap on it, same size. Like, what's the point of this? And also, <laughs> those break real bad, just so you know. They crack I mean, really I don't know easy. where I even got it. It was just in my house. I was just tired of drinking out of the, uh, what's it called, out of the Fiji bottle, and I was looking around my water bottle, a Lazy Susan thing under the <laughs> counter, and I was like, what's this? a water bottle, Lazy Susan. Look right, at we're, you, we're, Hollywood. We're, we're just going right. to power through that. No. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Drew neither Brees, of you have seen my palatial estate. Drew, <laughs> Drew Brees uh, said that he's going to take some time to decide whether he is going to retire or come back. Um, but at the Pro Bowl, Russell Wilson stepped out and allowed Drew Brees to come in and start the Pro Bowl. Uh, is that a sign, boys? Do we think it's the end of one of the greatest we've seen in our generation? I think so, personally. I think it's too much. Even though their window is still wide open. Wide open. Yeah, but what do you do with Teddy Bridgewater and Taysom Hill? <laughs> you can trade – Teddy keep Bridgewater. paying them. <laughs> no, you, you you trade Teddy Bridgewater. They didn't make the playoffs this year. True. He was clutch. Look at the places he won at. He went to Seattle. Taysom Hill, you got that dual threat action there. Yeah. Um. Okay. If if Taysom Hill, if if this is gonna piss some people off. Do it. If um, if Tebow couldn't play in the NFL, neither can Taysom Hill. As a as a starting quarterback, no. And what he does now, I love what he does now. But as a starting franchise quarterback, absolutely not. I'm sorry. No. Yeah, I'm confused by that. They're saying that he's – like they really think of him as a, as a starting NFL quarterback. Yeah, no, I'm like, that's wait. not the case. He, he wasn't even the a starting NFL quarterback when your starter went down. What are you talking yeah. about? He, he's he the dual threat option. That's it. He literally is the same build uh, as Tebow. He does the same things Tebow does. He's Cordell Tebow. Stewart without the arm. <laughs> I mean, no, he that they he can whip it sixty yards downfield, but it it's not accuracy though. I mean, it's not <laughs> it's not like Patrick Mahomes who takes one step and it's gone. Like, right. No, I I. But yeah, I think I, Breeze retires. I think Breeze should go back to Miami and finish what he started there. <laughs> Miami. Yeah. There was a remember, so he went from San Diego. Did he end up playing for Miami? I know he got he was. Oh, you're right. No, he didn't play a game. I completely play a game. I'm like, oh my god, what are you talking about? Look at you, man. I'm glad you knew that. I forgot all about that. I remember because I was like, wait, dude, he played for the Chargers, wrong part of the country. Yeah, dude, he he cucked the Dolphins, so he's got to got to go back to Miami and finish what he started. You know what it could be? Drew Brees starting, Philip Rivers backing up. You have Chargers. 
Drew Brees. You know how weird that would be? Replaced by Phillip Rivers. Now they're on the same team, splitting drives. But but can we admit that even Either if they draft two back, Do you know how bad splitting <laughs> drives has never worked? Ask Roger Staubach. No, no. Can we, can we admit, though, that if he does come back due to the NFL conspiracy theory, the Saints will somehow get screwed out of the play? Dude, the oh, refs, yeah. too. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I don't know what it is with that, man. They are just bad luck. Bad luck in Nolens. They need some of that go Tigers action. Oh, dude, LSU is going to be so bad next year. Yeah, Coach O should become the new coach of the Saints. Now, I think he should Whoa. stay you, but I just – they lost everyone. <laughs> they did just get a top recruit, but let's stay on topic. Uh, so, Justin, do you think Breeze retires? I think so. I think so. I think I'd be very sad, but I'm expecting it. I think he's, he was hurt this year, too. Like, he's, he's yeah. getting up there. There's not much left for him to do. Yeah. Well, I mean, he, he, he win could win Super another Super Bowl. Yeah, the, I that's mean, the thing. The window's the Saints, open. The Saints have the talent to do it, but at the same time, I feel like they if they were seven. going to do it, they would have done it to like the Eagles year, which they got screwed out of that one and probably would have beat the Eagles and won the Super Bowl, but that's fine. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, last year, they had the squad to do it and mm, they didn't. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. No, like, man, I feel like, I just, but I, I don't think he's – I think physically he could still do it. Physically, he could probably still do it. He, didn't I, he I throw for seventy percent again this year? Hmm? Completion? Didn't he have seventy percent completion he percentage killed again it this year? Yeah, yeah like, I mean, I, he didn't I play that many games, he, but I still think he could do it. I, I think physically, it's I, I think it's just the want or drive to do it. Yeah. Like you said, if we think he's he's done all he needs to do, then I'm I'm okay with either way he does. I personally think he, I'm going to go against you too. I think he comes back, but either way, it's it's a win-win. Like either yeah, he's had an amazing career. Greatest. He's a Hall of Famer. Oh. Yeah, no, no question there. He's a no question first ballot. He's a zero question first ballot to me. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's yeah, like one um, of the all time leaders in everything. Yeah, dude, and his accuracy—I've never seen a quarterback throw that accurately. Um, all right, so gentlemen, we gave our Super Bowl picks uh, last week. Um, I think we all went with the Chiefs, correct? Did we all pick Kansas City? Just I, I picked like, Kansas. Yeah, City. I picked Andy. I would Andy. never ever pick against big red <laughs> big red dude they are selling by the way uh and i think it has the super bowl logo on it uh big red hawaiian shirts for people to buy i was like that's fantastic dude, i can't wait to see all the, the giant room, wearing the those. womb room is winning a super bowl <laughs> damn cookie duster <laughs> okay little, little, little creole strainer so yeah, it's going to be a great game. But like you said, Justin, I haven't even been paying attention much to it. Right? I think I'm literally just going to sit down with my wife and dogs and watch the game. Like I have not put anything together. Dude, I don't game. know. I've been in a sports depression, like yeah. a specific Since depression. Sunday, where like, yeah. But today I was I put on Food Network when I got home. Was watching <laughs> that. At least it's like, oh, is there anything on tonight? And I was like, Justin's just sitting there crying, know. watching the Barefoot Contessa. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just <laughs> weeping into a bowl. <laughs> I watched the second hour of Bachelor Bachelor from the Stop. Oh, get, uh. And then the, uh, the yeah, then the rest of it. I that's was not like, a sad thing he does. That's just a normal thing. I know. Yeah, yeah. Uh. Big Bachelor fan. This season's trash. Okay, all right. So our last things last, ladies and gentlemen. Let's have a segment called Batch Talk at the end of and these things. Justin, do you want to have a Bachelor podcast? Dude, and we'll just talk about that. Do you watch it? No. <laughs> oh, dude. We could have the Bachelor Minute. 
Okay, so our last thing's last. MJ, let's start with you, buddy. What's your last <laughs> thing's last? Don't like each other. <laughs> he just, he just <laughs> yeah. said the bachelor. Man. I'm sorry. Give me a second. Um, <laughs> bachelor. I think there's a extremely talented basketball player coming out of Towson that's going to change. No, I I don't think that. Cause <laughs> um, my last thing's last. All right, now I'm going to talk about Darius Victor in the XFL. So. That actually is my last thing's last. The XFL will fail again just like it did. No! Yes. It better not because if I give any more money to Musk for another alternate fantasy league and it goes defunct before the <laughs> season ends, <laughs> I'm going to lose my mind. Dude, you, I'm sorry. The NFL runs a monopoly. You can't compete with But the with XFL. Them. It doesn't matter. Like, big hits, big hits sell, man. No, big that's not going to sell because then we're going to – just the same discussion about CTE, but these guys are glorifying it. Like, no. Yeah, it'll be fine. It'll be good. There's no kickoffs, which is better. Okay. I, I actually have two last things last. A, the XFL will fail within three years. Um, and Or sorry. Yeah, XFL will fail within three years. And two, I'm going to say it out loud. I don't care what Antonio Brown is up to. I somehow still think he plays on a team next year. I the somehow or think, NFL? Yeah, Maybe yeah. the XFL for sure. No, you can't have a pass criminal record. That's the league where I would assume that's not a problem. No, you can't, you can't. Yeah, I know. I don't think you can have a felony on your record. All right. like, you want choir boys killing each other. Well, no, that's the reason they wouldn't, they wouldn't even let Manziel try out because of the, it was a DUI or something he had. I don't think you can have a, a real record. I'm serious. So you can play like in the it. CFL or NFL, but not the XFL. But I do think Antonio Brown somehow is on a team next year. I, just, I do not. I just I, – I don't – He he was literally in a suicide vest in court a week and a half ago. What was that? I'm confused. It was a suicide vest. It was so that he wouldn't hurt himself or anybody else. Okay. See, I thought it was just a really bad fashion statement. I was like, what is he – what are you doing, dude? Uh, Justin, I thought the same thing. I, I've never Did you? Heard, okay, good. I've never I'm heard glad. of that. Uh, luckily, I've been arrested enough to know about these things. But, uh, <laughs> no, man, I, I truly think – because, look, they already took him off – literally two days later, they already took him off house arrest. He's allowed to travel within the U.S. Like any other normal person does what he did, they're coming through your front door and you're getting put in handcuffs. Him, you know, take your time. Turn yourself in when you want. Yeah, like, well, there's still well, I should show- probably uh, I should probably clarify it is not a suicide vest it's an anti-suicide vest <laughs> suicide vests yeah, are the ones you wear to blow everything up an anti-suicide vest I'm like wait so, that so they just let that dude waltz into court with a bomb strapped to his chest and they're just like I mean he's a celebrity what are we supposed to just let him go no man I'm, I'm just saying right, he will be life. on a team he will be on a team next year all right Justin um, just to bring it back down for the end of this podcast, uh, you, tonight you some, Lakers you some and Towson news. <laughs> yeah, well, not Dude, that, not you keep it up. Enough. I got plenty. We are killing it in the CAA this year. That's a conference in the Division One. They they play teams that that Duke and UNC and other teams play. Uh, don't they, don't they talk do that. about UNC, please. We're trash. Oh, they're so bad. <laughs> they're really bad. Duke though. Duke though. Duke. Also struggling UNC, a bit. UNC has like one of these years every 10 to 12 years where they're just full trash while they're reloading on players. And Duke never has those. No, no, we don't. Yeah. You we guys are always Florida. just like good. Huh? I said we only lost by six to Florida. That's we only lost to Wofford. Um, oh. <laughs> anyway. oh. 
We always have trouble against waffies, though. Those the fighting waffs or whatever they are. <laughs> They're terriers, aren't they? Uh, Maybe. The fighting waffs. <laughs> um, but uh, tonight's, tonight's Lakers-Clippers game, big game, uh, ended up being postponed by the NBA. I feel like the NBA probably should have postponed the games on Sunday. Um, you had a lot of players literally like in full tiers. And, but then, uh, kind of the point of my last things last year is, what was cool to see was Damian Lillard go off for like 50 that night. Um, yeah. Trey Young go off for like 45, 10, and 7. Like on, had one of the best on shooting shots. Yeah, on like 20-something shots. Like, had I like the, the 24 and 8 violation uh, yeah. tributes. That was cool. So I thought that it was a weird kind of combo of – when I first saw that the games were still going on, I was like, ah, it's kind of eh. – I get what they were doing, though. You can't tell the fans <laughs> that are probably right. on their way to games, like, hey, by the turnaround. Like, we're return- They're we're already out. sad. Let them go to a ball game, you yeah. know. So I get that. But I thought it was really cool the way that some of those stars responded by just coming out and playing, like, lights-out basketball. So yeah. that was pretty cool. But I'm also glad that they postponed this one. I think that. Oh yeah, dude, that's a tough one. That's a Lakers. I think being game. in LA, both LA teams. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, I'm glad it's glad it's uh, not happening tonight. Well, my last things last is Justin. You'll love this one. It's uh, it's about Towson. I can make it about Towson if you'd like. Nope, I want the one I love. Kevin, if we're not allowed to swear on this podcast, you're not allowed to talk about Towson. It's okay? a sports team. I'm going to talk about it. Just as offensive. Um. <laughs> Stephen A. Smith, I'm on Joe Rogan's side. Stephen A. Smith should never, ever, ever talk about UFC. Ever. Ever, 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 ever. That man has no idea what he's talking about. He owes Conor McGregor and Cowboy Cerrone an an apology for just being like, these guys are, you know, Cowboy wasn't prepared. We didn't learn anything about McGregor, uh, blah, 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 blah. And then did you see the video of Stephen A. Smith sparring or, or practicing his punches he was doing he had some guy with the the hand pads. he punched up top and go Kush! and then down like below your crotch just like Kush! 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 and joe rogan's watching it like what is he doing what is, is this what like yeah, no the no. guy has no idea what he's talking about the only one on first take that should talk only about boxing is max kellerman no, None I, of them should talk what, about the UFC. What is the UFC's problem with not getting fighters to talk about the UFC? Like, well, Chael, uh, they have Chael Sonnen. Yeah, but Chael he's Sonnen. not. No, but he. I think he's tied to Bellator, so they can't have him that much. Like, like. Why? Well, so with the new ESPN contract, I think they can. But like Michael, like Michael Bisping is awesome Bisping, to listen yeah. talk about fights. Like yeah. Cormier and Bisping back Get on there. Get those you guys need... in there. No, no, I just I don't. There's plenty of retired fighters that would be fantastic commentators. Like they know what's yeah. going on. And Stephen A. Smith, I heard the best the best quote was put the other day. Like Stephen A. Smith couldn't have said that about the a more perfect guy though. Like yeah. he's like, can you imagine if he would have said that about either of the Diaz brothers? Like they would have caught him in an elevator and be like, what are you gonna say now? Like, <laughs> yeah. would they like, would have legitimately hurt him. Cowboy would have been, Cowboy's like, uh, yeah, you know, man, just like just don't say that, dude. When he when he disrespected so nice. him so bad when he was like, I got punched more in uh, my day in my day today than Connor did. It's like, dude, go away. Stop. Stop. He, he, broke, his, he broke his face. Like, what are you going to do? He, he was still like, he didn't even give up. He still was like going at him. Like, come it on. Happens, but the, the thing is, the annoying thing about that, and what I always kind of go back to, is that first take 
and Stephen A. Smith get crazy ratings, right? Because it's just a loud guy. But which, which, which means that a giant bulk of the population is just so lowest common denominator in like mental capacity that they think that is like entertainment and they think that is like, uh, like, I mean, it is entertainment. No, but, but it's they, not it, but you know what I'm saying? They look at it and they're like, oh, that's a good point. But like, right. it's not a good point And you know, nothing but the fact that you think that that's interesting, like it gets right. ratings. So I think that even the UFC, it's a fine balance between, do we want a guy that actually knows what he's talking about, but might turn off some fans because they don't understand what he's saying? Or do we want some guy that just very generally is like, that guy bad, this guy good, that guy didn't, that no, guy no, gave up. Did, and they're like, he did give up because he lost in 40 seconds. No, like, no, just, it's, it's, it's all shock value, man. Like, I guarantee there's some topics they come out and talk about that they completely agree on, but someone has to be controversial about what they're mm-hmm. talking. And I was listening to Rogan's podcast today. Uh, I forget the fighter he was talking to. Who's mine? No. Who's mine, right? No, um, it was, it was um, who did he talk to today? Because I listened to that. Oh, Josh Thompson? Maybe. So I listened to – was it a white guy? <laughs> yeah, he had, he had a sleeve tattoo. I think it was – I don't know who he's talking to. Please hold. Um, please hold. Was it today's please, podcast? It said 37 he, minutes ago when I was listening two, to it. He did two MMA podcasts. Oh, then it's a new one. Yeah. Oh, Frankie Yeager. That's what I thought. He was talking okay. to Frankie Yeager today. Ooh, I'll listen and, to that one next. Um, what did Frankie Yeager say? Uh, I just drew a complete blank where I was going with this. Uh, oh, he's like, you know – the. Like, you can't talk about fighters the same way you talk about a football player or a basketball player or a baseball player. But he goes, at the same time, how many of those basketball players that get, you know, destroyed by Stephen A. Smith and Max Comerman, you think want to say something but can't or don't? Right. Because then they're looked at as, you know, being soft or, like, why are you letting that bother you? Like, fighters, you don't – the mental – the mindset you're going into, you're going to war with someone inside a cage. Like, yeah. it's not like you miss a shot, you lose the game. Like, if you lose, you've taken a physical beating. Like, something yeah. has happened to you. You've broken you're something, getting, you got choked out. Like, you're losing consciousness in your underwear in a cage in front of millions of people. Yeah. It's yeah. literally like, what you're doing. You, you can't talk the same. Like, when they say, oh, you know, Harden falls apart in the playoffs and he doesn't have the mental, you know, fortitude to, you know, push his team to the next level. You can't say that about a fighter. And yeah. You shouldn't be saying that about Harden either. That's that's not yeah. fair. But no. Um, but yeah, I just I think that Joe Rogan was spot on with everything he said about Stephen A. I I just think that some of these um, analysts need to stay in their lane a little bit more and and talk about things that maybe they know a little bit more about. And the fact that he challenged Joe Rogan to like it's like come on debate me anywhere. You know where to find me. And did that stupid wink with both eyes because he can't wink with one for some reason. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I'm, but, Justin, I'm sensing you don't like Stephen A. Smith. I he hates can't stand, Stephen A. Smith. No, dude. I think it's hates so. Uh, I don't think it's entertaining. Um, and the fact that he did that, in knowing that Joe that's Rogan, Anthony's favorite guy, I'm sure it is. But <laughs> knowing knowing that Joe Rogan will literally never go on there because he thinks like normal humans that like have a capacity to think farther than he good he bad like he could. Joe Rogan actually thinks on a higher capacity. So I think that Joe Rogan literally, if he, if he or Dana White saw that, he probably texted Joe Rogan and was like, hey, whatever you do, can we not like be a jerk to Stephen A. Smith on first take, please? Like, we're trying to make a relationship with the SPN. Let's just. Well, no, Joe Rogan talked about today. He was like, he looked at, he's like, Stephen, I still love you as a person. He goes, I think you're a great commentator at yeah. other sports, but you're wrong. You owe Cowboy an apology, period. End of story. 
He did that today too? Yeah, he said that today. And I was listening to Brandon Schaub. He's like, I don't think – like Stephen A wants to go on the podcast and talk. But he can't. Rogan, no, Rogan can only talk about one thing when it comes to sports, and that's fighting. He literally yeah. – he listened the other day. He goes, I'm not even sure the rules of basketball. Like, he I, I yeah, can't talk about it. He doesn't know it. anything about any other sport. He doesn't know football. Rule. Like, he literally doesn't yeah. know anything else. He knows hunting. <laughs> he knows hunting. But, yeah, so that, that would be like a one-hour podcast of him and Stephen A talking about MMA and Stephen A talking in generalities and Joe getting annoyed and then ending it early. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, this was a good cast. Enjoying the Super Bowl coming up this weekend. Go big, um, And we'll see you guys later. Thanks for listening. Let's go, Womb Broom. <laughs>